Hello, I'm Claire White. And I'm Matt Whitby, and you're listening to a Whitby and White podcast. This is a story we felt needed to be told, isn't it, Matt? Absolutely. It's the story of Hornycast, Europe's largest audio porn creator based right here in Ireland. That's right. So strap yourselves in as we talk to the family behind this empire and discover how it all began back in the 90s. In this first episode, you'll hear excerpts from interviews with Carol and Mick Byrne, founders of Loveline, and their daughter Chelsea and son-in-law Jude, who transformed the idea into Hornycast. Please be aware, though, that some content is not suitable for younger ears, so listener discretion is advised. It's not one for the school run. It certainly isn't, Claire. So, with that warning out of the way, let's meet Chelsea Brady, CEO of Hornycast Productions. We caught up with her on a busy recording day. Episode 1. Stick to the script. Slide into the world of Horny Cast Productions, Europe's largest audio porn creator, and meet the saucy Dublin family behind its success. Chelsea, thanks for talking to us today. It's my pleasure. Can you tell us a little about Horny Cast? Sure. Hornycast is a platform for people to explore their inner desires and sexual fantasies in a non-exploitative and safe environment. We call our subscribers Horny Members, and we have 1.5 million from all over the globe. How does it work? It's really easy. The Hornycast app has a library of saucy content to suit all tastes. Horny Members log into their own playrooms, where all their favourite stories are saved. Oh, like what? Can you give us an example? Okay, well, what makes you horny, Matt? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm gay, so something in that department, I guess. Sure, sure. We've heaps of gay content, Matt. One of our more popular creators in the LGBTQI category is Gary. I'll play you a clip of Gary's going down. Oh, Gary sounds like he knows what he wants. Oh, he does. I can play you Gary's intro. I can pull it up really easy on the Hornycast app. See? It'll just play for you now. Hi, I'm Gary. I'm a man's man. Tall, broad, and blonde. And all I want is you. You turn me on so much. Chelsea. Sorry, guys. I'll just pause it there. It's my platinum playroom. That's why he's saying my name there. We use AI for that. And my stories will make you rock hard. Oh, hello, Gary. Every horny caster has an intro like this, so horny members can preview the voices and pick the ones they like the sound of. Can we hear a little of the story, perhaps? For your listeners' benefit or for yours, Matt? Our listeners? (laughs) For Matt, let's be honest. Okay, let's skip to scene three. That's a good one. I immediately fall to my knees. I look up at your firm, taut ties, my mouth wet with desire for your member. My excitement grows with every breath. I'm so hard for you right now. Chelsea. You push my head down and all I can think is, is this really happening? All my yearning is being realised in this one moment. 
You pull me into your groin. Your hot musk intoxicates my slavering lips. Okay, that's enough for now. You get the gist. Gary gets a bit hot and steamy from here on out. I bet he does. When you sign up to a Platinum Playroom subscription, we can personalise much more than just your name in the stories. And what type of stories do members get on other subscriptions? We've a large catalogue of stories available. So Claire, your turn. Give me a category. We have all of them from basic seduction to group orgies. See? Oh, I don't know. Let's pick sauna. Group or one-to-one? Uh, let's hear the one-to-one. Okay, here's a clip from Steamy Wonder, voiced by Aaron, Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. I saw you in the pool. You're so sleek in the water. You must be tired. Let me sit here and rub your shoulders. Can I take down the straps? There you go. Mmm. You can take it all the way down. We're alone. Just us here to get... I'll pause it there. That's from our bronze collection. That works for me too. Of course it does, Matt. Chelsea, what's popular at the moment? Threesomes are really popular right now, so we're really ramping up our content. They're great fun and they allow us to combine our horny casters for a more immersive experience. Actually, Jude's doing a table read for a threesome later, with Mam playing the third. Is it weird having your mum, Carol, in a recording like this? Yeah, it has the potential to be weird, but it's kind of normal for me. I grew up in the industry. And Jude's your husband? Yeah, Jude and I get each other. It was strange at the start when we launched Hornycast, but Jude's really relaxed around it all now, so it just works for us. Could we sit in on the recording? Of course. Would you like a part? What sort? (laughs) You don't want a part, Matt. What would your mum say? Okay. What was it like for you growing up in the industry, Chelsea? Well, it was a life less ordinary, but mum and dad were really happy. If the Loveline phone rang, we knew we had to be quiet. Loveline was a sex chat line run by Chelsea's parents. One time, Owen picked up the phone in the bedroom and listened in. He ruined it for the caller. Mam killed him. Owen's your younger brother. Is he involved in Hornycast? No, not at all. He's very anti-porn. He's a teacher now. I remember another time, he recorded over one of Dad's stories with 20 seconds of white snake. He was caught rapid. Dad was raging. So Owen wasn't interested in getting involved in the business? No, but we wanted him on board. Mam and Dad set up the blueprint for what we do at Hornycast. It's great to have them involved. So we're on our way to meet Chelsea's parents, Carol and Mick. I want to know how they came up with Loveline in the first place. After interviewing Chelsea, I think we definitely got a sense that Carol's still very much at the heart of the business. And I'd love to hear more about that. Yes, and I wonder how they all get on. What's the family dynamic? Oh, this must be the house. Loveline's! Yes, the pampas grasses are a bit of a giveaway. Pull over, Matty! Carol, you started the business. Can you tell us how it came about? Yes. Well, I started Loveline when we lived in our first flat together. I saw ads for chat lines in the papers all the time and I thought, we can do that. I mean, they were all premium rate phone numbers, you see. They were designed to hook you on the line and take your money. I thought it'd be a good idea to do some short stories as well as talking sexy to the punters. Who were your stories aimed at in those early years? Men, mostly. 
We'd a lot of young lads calling, in fact. The difference was we got straight to the point in under five minutes. So our hit rate went through the roof with repeat callers, didn't it, Mick? They were just on long enough for a lot of these lads to rub one out while they were at work. Did you advertise? Not much. We didn't have to. We had an advert in the back of the Sunday world. That was it, really. It was a nice little learner for us. We wrote all the stories ourselves. Back then, there was a lot more restrictions, so censorship made it hard to be explicit, and we had to be clever with our storylines, especially the gay ones. Before 93, it wasn't legal, you see. And you voiced all the characters yourselves, is that right? We did. Although I wasn't comfortable with some of the gay teams, we made it work. There was a big demand for those types, you see. Once it got decriminalised, we were very busy. Very busy indeed. We couldn't keep up. Did it affect your own sexual relationship in any way? Well, we practised most of the stories on each other. That usually got us all hot and bothered, so we ended up, more often than not, getting under the covers ourselves. Yeah, we had some good times. After I was in Reader's Wives, twice, I did some modelling. But then I fell pregnant with Chelsea, didn't I? Loveline seemed like a good way for us to make money while I was pregnant. So, how did being a mum affect the business? Well, at the start it was hard. Especially putting callers on hold with me morning sickness. But then it was good for me with the night callers. It was something to do, you see, while I was breastfeeding. I'd win the baby while Carol finished the punters off. And then you focused on the recorder stories and less on the chat line, is that right? Yes. And we figured doing longer stories would give us more time with Chelsea and be less of a commitment than with the callers. Stories always brought in more money, so it was a passive income for us. I mean, you try and entertain a toddler and make a spaghetti bolognese while you're bringing someone to a climax. Carol was great at juggling everything. That's proper multitasking. Well, I couldn't do it. Could you? Never say never. Then, in 1995, things got quiet for Loveline, didn't they? The rise of internet porn must have been stiff competition. Yeah, the landscape changed for us. Literally overnight. People weren't interested in picking up the phone to get their rocks off. There were just too many naked women, offering more than our stories ever could at that time. Loveline bought us our first house. But when I was pregnant with Owen, Mick decided to go back to work. Yeah. Do you still have the stories written down somewhere? Yeah, we do as a matter of fact. We kept them all. Carol was a receptionist when I met her, so she tied them all up. Chelsea found them during that forced lockdown. Oh, we'd love to read some if that's possible. You'll have to ask Chelsea. They're whores now. Chelsea took Loveline and turned it into Hornycast. Have the type of stories changed much? Ah, they've rewritten some of our old stories, you know. Brought them up to date with that all-inclusive stuff. Come full circle, hasn't it? Despite there being more porn online than ever before. And how do you both feel about having your stories being rewritten? Ah, they're more modern, I guess. I feel they're a bit tamer than ours ever were. They've done a great job, though. Are you guys still involved? Oh, we do the odd voiceover for her, but I don't do requests. Carol is still very much involved, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I love it. I try not to get in the way, but I do like to keep my hand in. They're not as naughty, though, as they used to be. They're too politically correct, if you ask me. It's a minefield, isn't it? Can't say this, can't say that. Now, everyone still wants porn, but they're too afraid to offend anyone these days. I mean, some stories need to take you out of your comfort zone. We did all that, but that's hard for them nowadays.
There's too much glittering and not enough lust and trust, if you ask me. So, we've heard from Carol and Mick this morning and we've been lucky enough to be allowed into Chelsea's latest table read. We know it's a script for a threesome, but other than that, we don't know any details. Are we ready, Claire? Yes. Oh my god, I can't wait for this. Okay, we're here, trying to be quiet, waiting for the table read to start. Yes, and we can see Chelsea handing out scripts with Jude. And just arriving now is Carol with her best friend Kathleen, one of their more seasoned horny testers. Jesus, Kat! Okay, ladies, we're a bit late starting, so can we please get straight into the script? Sorry, Jude, love. We were down the west. We having some lunch. I did text you the time, ma'am. Told you we shouldn't have had that second gin. Probably not the best idea, Kath, but you're here now. If we can just get started. Okay, Jude. Sorry, let's have a look at this script then. Ma'am, you're playing an authority figure. It'll suit you. Carol, you're playing Deborah, an office manager, so nice and assertive for this one, please. Kath, you're Orla, the CEO. Oh, I like this role. Is Orla a slut? Not necessarily, Kath. She's in tune with her personal needs and desires. Christ. This story is for a horny member who wants to be an intern, in need of instruction. The two of you will take them under your wings. Can we make a start? Will you do the narration, Shells? Sure. I'll just give you the basics of the scene headers and narration, so we can sprint through it. Scene 1, Act 1. We're in Orla's office. She buzzes Deborah. Hello. Deborah speaking. Debbie, it's me. Can you pop into my office? Stop! No need for the lusty voice, Kath. Remember, you're the CEO of the company. All right. I'll read it again. Debbie, it's me. Can you pop into my office? Sure thing, boss. I'll be right there. Stop. Let's stick to what it says on the page, shall we? Drop the word boss. It's an unnecessary label and it's not in your line. Go on. Sure thing. I'll be right there. Orla takes off her jacket. Knock, knock. Come in, Debbie. Deborah enters and shuts the door behind her. I'm not being funny, Jude Love, but what is this? Is it supposed to be porn or a script from Fair City? Ma'am, Jude wrote this. It's not his fault. It's what the punter asked for. Well, I'm as dry as a rivita listening to this shite. Can we not sex it up a bit, love? No! Just give us a biro, a couple of flat whites in a half an hour. <laughs> we'll put a bit of jizz into it, won't we, Kat? No, ma'am. You always do this with Jude's scripts. No, oh, here we go. Just read it as it appears on the page. Thanks, Chels. Kath, your next line, I'm looking for... I'm looking for an update on the new intern. I'm glad you asked me that, Orla. I think they're struggling to settle into their role here. Shall we keep them back this evening? Work our magic? I think so. We can give them their welcome basket from Plant Power. Good. What's the name of this sexy new intern, Debbie? No, no. The intern is not sexy. They're just new. Gotcha. What's the name of this new intern, Debbie? It's Sam. I'm sure Sam is finding it difficult to fit in. Buzz them. Ask them to join us, Debbie. Sam, can you join us, please? I'd like to make sure that we're allowing them to feel valued and respected as part of our inclusive team. We can work on their dick together. Hold it. 
Where on your scripts, ladies, does it say dick? Ma'am, there's no dick in the line. The word is dictation. We can work on their dictation together. Well, in my day, office porn was the easiest thing to write. It writes itself, you know. I mean, where is the excellent oral skills? The deep dives into charts. The fingering through reports, huh? And where's the scissoring? You've missed a trick if you've left that one out. Cat's right. We could start off with a nice bit of scissoring and work our way up nicely into a rusty trombone finale. It needs something. Ma'am, you're overstepping again. The script is written in a non-specific way regarding gender and sexuality. It's more about intimacy and inclusivity. So there's no cocks? There might be, but we can't say it. The script is tailored for the listener to imagine. They imagine it for themselves. Any tits? Boobs were massive in office porn. No, there's no cocks, no tits, and definitely no cocks involved. Just the one. Can we get back to it? Carol, your line. So, are we just confined to nipples and arseholes? Jesus, ma'am. Stick to the script, will you? Read what's on the page. Take that line again, ma'am. We can work on their dictation together. Sam knocks on the door. Come in, Sam. Close the door behind you. I want you to take a close look at my spread cheeks. Spread sheets, for fuck's sake. Spread sheets. All right. Let me get my glasses. Where's my handbag? Oh, hang on. One sec. Oh, come on. We're not even a page in. Leave it, ma'am. We'll never get out of here. I'd zumba with Adele in an hour. Just relax, will you? Ah, just your father. Call him back. Hiya, love. Guess what? What? You're on speaker now, love. Uh, I'm with Kat, Chelsea and Jude. We're, we're doing that threesome. I hope you're behaving yourself. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. What is it, Dad? You ready? We've only gone and been nominated for five. Count them. Five Golden Jokes Awards. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh. Harney cast. Your intimate stories. Brought to life. Okay, so we did stay with the recording to the end. And we can reveal they managed to get through it. They really seem to have their hands full with those two. <laughs> yeah. You know, Matt, I do like that older, more slap and tickle type porn, but I love where Chelsea and Jude have brought it. They've brought it to a more respectful, like all inclusive place. It's great to hear both sides and peek behind the scenes. Yeah, it was great fun. So, that's the first episode about Hornycast, and we've only just scratched the surface with this family. There's so much more to come. We found out that Mick has begun writing again, under a pseudonym. Steamy novels! And we spent more time delving into all aspects of the company, from what goes into writing a successful script, to meeting the Hornycasters and Horny members themselves. And you'll find out what happens at the prestigious Golden Jugs Porn Awards with the Hornycast gang. This Whitby and White podcast was written and directed by us, Matt Whitby and Claire White. Voices were Siobhan as Chelsea, Kira as Carol, Mick as Mick, Ray as Gary, Maraid as Kathleen and Owen as Jude and Aaron. Production and sound by Ray and Matt. If you would like to get in touch, see whitbyandwhite.com or at whitbyandwhite on Twitter. Thank you for listening. Until next time when you'll hear Kathleen say... Oh, oh, that's not going to fit up there. <laughs>